0: Uh, I'm gonna run some errands while this is running, and we'll talk about if he says anything that uh, that I need to chime in on. So this is the conclusion of Origin of the Races, and um, if you
1: are a particular type of person, I'm guessing. Okay, I'm just speculating. If you feel the way I do. You may not feel like, oh, like, well, I came from those other types and those other types came from those other types. Maybe they didn't. Maybe we're all different and maybe we have been um, mixing, you know, since since uh, recent events have unfolded on our plane. But I believe that this throwing together of all these types of beings has brought about a massive amount of frustration, confusion. um, And here's why. See, back in the times of prehistory, back before Atlantis, when all of these different people from different planes and realms of existence um, could transverse and such, each one respected and knew that all are equal in value everyone, and I'm not talking about just people. I'm talking about animals, right, like this horse. I'm talking about the elven. I'm talking about the monstrous. I'm talking about the spiritual. We had an understanding that all forms of life were equal to one another, but we also recognized that all various forms were obviously different. The horse is obviously different from the tree, which is obviously different from the human, which is obviously different from etc., etc., etc. So, they respected the differences. They respected that each type of being felt at home in a particular environment or surrounded by particular types of things that matched their own frequency. So I use this example of all of these types, these creature types in the movie, The Lord of the Rings. There was all these various types of creatures that we call races today. And um, they all feel at home in their own element. This guy right here, he's uh I forgot what he is, but he his type of people feel at home inside the earth or under the earth. This guy, his type of people they feel at home in the trees and or, or around nature and the forest and stuff. I mean they all have a different um atmosphere that they just they really thrive in that they really um just can be themselves and become very peaceful and happy. And they're they're at their utmost potential in their own arena, in their own home atmosphere. Now, here's the deal with this Lord of the Rings example of all these classes of beings or types of beings. In the movie, they all, for the most part, they all came together and they had united for a common cause. Now... They had their little spits and their little spats with one another, you know what I mean? Because they all vibrated at various frequencies, right? They could get along with one another, you know, outside of their element. And um, they, they had fun in doing so, right? And they learned a lot in doing so. But when they really shined, was when they came together for a greater good. And in the movie, that greater good was keeping the underworld from manifesting on this realm of existence, right? Um, they were the lords of the ring, right? They were the protectors of the ring. And what I'm basically saying is these underworlds here, what we call demonic entities and such like that, may be trying to get a hold of this world to manifest. So I'll wrap it up. What's the good news? The good news is this is us today. We are all very different types of people, right? We may very well be from different places, but if we respect that and we come together for a cause, we'll.
0: All right. So I thought that that was really great. And really helpful Um, and uh, I'm gonna leave it at that. I think that we are there's a possibility that there's many many different um, combinations because we've mixed up so much and I don't think that you can just tell that by just looking. I think that there's more, there's so much more to the story. That's all I could tell you. So much more to the story. Um, he's so interesting. Everything he says is interesting. Let's let some other stuff go while he's talking about it. I can't wait to hear him talk about Moana, because I love Moana. Would you believe be nice.
1: I actually got Google Hangouts to work. And being the sponge for knowledge that
0: I am, I was like, all right. Now, I was really nervous. I can't lie to you guys. All right. I don't know what he's talking about here. I'll, I'll listen and see what about that topic is good, and then I'll discuss it with you. And if there's something that we should look at, then uh, we'll go to it. Um, something that I've been digging on though. I just saw it. It just popped up. Um, I am really focused on calling God. What we've been taught, the word God is actually some kind of deity, but not necessarily great spirit, great creator, the most high. So it's Yahua, or Yahuwah is the the correct name. So I'm trying not to say God. I'm trying not to say Lord because I don't know who those beings are. So Yahuwah, Yahuwah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) And uh, his son, who's supposed to be the Savior, is Yahusha. Yahusha. So that's just something in me that if I'm going to honor the Most High... And if I can, you know just point that out to people that we might wanna start doing that. I do think that we are dealing with some entities on this planet and anybody that doesn't think that we are might need to wake up about it. But so here we go. What's up
1: YouTubers? This is Jane This is and about Revelation Rapture to Jess and Sinclair for posing the question, are we in the rapture? Now, before I start going into sharing what has been shared with me, I want everyone to clear your mind about whatever strings are attached to that word rapture. And I'm going to be explaining it in a way that is a little more reasonable or scientific, you, c- you could say. Um, I'm gonna be doing a Brian Mullen on the rapture, okay? So, but please, whatever feelings you have or associations with that with that word, um, please get rid of them. That way we can focus on the information that's being presented. Without further ado, let's get right into it. The world that we live in, or the realm that we live on, is a third dimension or a third density realm. Density has a lot to do with vibration, so my hand is third dimension. Density third dimension. However, if I increase its vibration as you can see it starts to sort of disappear if I could make it go faster It would disappear so the whole point of um, Being here and the point for souls depending on who you ask is progression the progression of the soul or the spirit it is to return to our Heavenly Father or to the oneness or however you'd like to, to describe it. But right now we are at the lowest point on the map spiritually in what is known as the third dimension or third density. So let's draw a map. We'll go ahead and make a circle as best as I can draw a circle. And this will be the third Density or dimension. This is where we are now. I have to give you a story to go along with this a long time ago It is commonly known amongst many cultures religions and historians that our Realm of existence was a blissful paradise now that sounds great Until you look into it a little further. You see there was no evil. There was no selflessness um There was no self, I mean, there was no selfishness, I'm sorry. Um, Everyone was selfless, everyone was loving, and there were no problems in the world whatsoever, as far as a spiritual being goes. Now, this means that the beings that lived in this third dimension were now stuck spiritually. They could not ascend, or they could not progress to the next dimension, where the soul encounters a whole new school to learn, um, to learn, to take what it has learned and to progress even further. So these spirits that lived in the third dimension were stuck spiritually because they didn't know what evil was. By default, they were being good. So a, a spirit cannot progress by being good through default. It has to progress by being good or selfless and loving through a decision through a conscious decision and an understanding of what they are doing so because this happened other souls or spirits um or beings were introduced into this third dimension okay so these other beings were plugged in and their whole Their whole thing was to be bad. That's a a not happy face, okay? So these beings were put into here as a solution to be the most evil, corrupt, and selfish beings that they could be as an example to those who did not know what it was. So that those who were by default being good could now see what it was to be evil or to be selfish and they could choose not to do that and now their spirit can progress or unfortunately they could also choose to be evil and selfish in which case there's a whole another scenario for that now once this was introduced this this realm of existence went from default positive to a mixture of positive And negative vibrations or we will say selfish and selfless vibrations so now we have a mixture on this um, realm and there is something known as the law of cycles or the law of time which tends to go in cycles now there is a time period in which the beings on this realm are supposed to ascend into the next realm being the fourth dimension. All right, so we'll call this the fourth dimension positive. So when the time comes, we'll call it harvest time. When the time comes for the plucking of the souls here, and it's their time to now advance into the next realm or the next dimension, they will go, the positive ones go here. Now, I'm just gonna throw out numbers, but they say it must be 51% positive. That's not an exact number, but it's somewhere around there, okay? So you have to be more than halfway good in order to advance to the next dimension in which you will experience a sort of Jesus-like, Christ-like life. There will be very little negativity in this world, and you will work on um, performing miraculous feats and doing other things that the soul needs to do.
0: So, we don't know when that's going to happen. It could be in our time. We don't know. So, we know that we're learning these lessons, and we are faced with the decision of, are we going to live consciously or not? And then, are we going to be so tied to materialism that we cannot rise to for the fourth dimension? Supposedly, the things in the fourth dimension are so wonderful that, you know, what if you could actually have more access? The full use of your brain and, and powers like Superman and all that, not not that that is the end goal, but I'm just saying, would you choose just riches or, or is that something that you would want to aspire to? Because it seems like the people that are on a transhumanistic agenda want to achieve all of the power and the magic and the bliss and the beauty that you would get by elevating to the fourth dimension, but they want to get it by cheating and kind of having the benefits of that. But I think having it in 3d is basically what it sounds like to me, because I don't think you can cheat your way up. I don't think you can be bad and have bad karma but be living in the higher dimensions. I just don't see how it's possible. So what's clear to me, and it sounds like also what he's saying is that, you know, they're trying to have the cake here on the third dimension because they can't get to the higher dimensions. They can't free themselves through the spiritual path because they've done so much evil or they don't want to change or whatever it is. So as a soul, I think all of us on our journey have to make this is the decision that we're being presented with. How do we get to that that next stage? How how what is our individual path going to be to that next stage? And and if you choose you know, path A, B, C, or D, where does that put you? And it sounds like that's exactly what he's saying. I think a lot of people are thinking about it. And that's why I'm talking about it. And, you know, please totally give me your feedback on this of, you know, whatever you're thinking, if you like this or whatever. And I'm just going to tell you how cool this guy is because I messaged him. And he actually messaged me back. Uh, He didn't message me back. I put a comment on his page and then he answered. And um, that shows me just that he's engaged on a level that a lot of people that are just out here to... I think it's about money for them on YouTube or wherever it is. It's not about like spiritually based or knowledge based. It's like, you know, I'm just going to say that he's in it. He seems to be in it for the right reason. And that makes me like him even more. And I'm totally subscribed. And he has a, um, you can send him, you know, money to contribute to his ongoing, uh, scholarship. And if I have any two cents to rub together, he would be getting my money. Um, so definitely check him out. J dreamers, uh, and please give me feedback on this um if you think these are these this is where it's resonating of interesting uh topics
1: however for those who are mostly negative they will go to a fourth dimension negative realm so If you're 51% positive or more, hopefully more, you go to the next positive fourth dimension
0: realm. Oh, the other lesson that I learned, sorry, is that um, through no fault of your own, through karmic entanglements, we have karmic entanglements where literally our soul family Follows us, or we incarnate together in some aspect. Like you're gonna run into them. It could be anybody that's close in your life. Could have been your, you know, the person that's your mother in your past life. Could have been your father, or I mean, it could be any combinations or people that you date. Or um, we have these karmic entanglements, and sometimes, depending on your debt or something that you could have done to them. You wonder in this life, why is this person doing this? Why is this happening? It's because obviously they're dealing with something, you know, I guess from the subconscious that you must have done prior. It does not absolve them of what they're doing. It's bad. And, you know, the thing is that usually people that have that revenge agenda or they, you know, they're so against you, they don't... There's nobody, unless you're maleficent, that, you know that you could just totally i i can't imagine just hating somebody i have a hard time just hating hating anybody or hating on somebody like in perpetuity you know like if you uh i mean i'm human like anybody else but i just it's just not that serious to me so if that's happening it's usually cuz it's something from another lifetime or whatever and they're caught up in it and They want you to acknowledge what you did. And somehow that situation has, they has a healing has to happen or it will continue into through this life and into the next life. And these people are totally determined. But so what I was going to say is if you're dealing with somebody that is stuck in that karmic cycle and they're bringing you into their negativity and you find yourself I mean, and I'm telling you, it is so easy. You could be the most spiritual person, but you could be surrounded by two or three gremlins in your life that are intimately connected with you, and you can't get away from them. You live with them. You're a child. It's one of your, your parent could be a narcissist. Your lover could be a narcissist, or just, you know, spawn, a devil spawn, or whatever. You could have that happen, where you're just entangled with hateful people, For whatever reason, it is. And then guess what happens? Like, that's what happened to me. And I was just like, I'm in this cycle. How do I, like, get... I'm stuck with these people. I don't want to live like this. I don't want to be, like, if I don't fight back, it's like being bullied in school. It's like if you don't fight back, that kind of bullying and the kind of... Attacks and all that kind of spiritual attacks. There's attacks on so many different levels, but it could just keep going. And at some point, you have to stand up for yourself and be like, no, you need to stop this. You need to stop this right now, you know? And it's very easy when you have, you got bills, you got kids, you got whatever, and you feel overwhelmed and you're stuck in the cycle how to cut certain people loose. And uh, especially in love relationships, it can be really difficult because you love that person. That person is a parent, but that person could be toxic and adverse to your spiritual growth. You might have to leave them and go someplace else to find your destiny. You know, you could have a parent that's giving you bad, bad, bad advice, and yet you're still listening to them. And at a certain point, I mean, if you're living and you're miserable and you keep on doing the same thing, you have, to, you have to draw a line. And those people, I feel, you'd be so surprised. They may feel hurt, but by, when they wake up, they'll understand. They know what they're doing. I fully believe that people know what they're doing. And I think also that they will get over it. Because no one would expect someone to sit there and keep letting somebody wreck their life or prevent them from learning the lessons that they're here to learn. You as a parent, you are disabling your child if you think you're going to protect them from every little thing and, and you're in the you're always in there doing stuff. You're handicapping them. When they go out in the world or when anything ever happens, or if you're always telling them you're the best and and nobody can beat you, and nobody should ever be able to beat you or blah blah blah, or just whatever it is that they're telling you, nobody can ever give you absolutes. and when you get in the real world and you know maybe it's not everything that they told you, it can be a rude awakening, really, really rude. So we have to have boundaries in our lives where we can say, you know what, God, I love this friend, but this friend has some habits that aren't good for me to be around. Number one, because me being around that friend or being in the life of that friend is going to put me in situations that I don't need to be in, that are not good for me. That could bring things into my life that don't need to be there, and you know that is something if you're a child if you're even if you're a grown up, you can have people that you think are friends, and I'm sorry, the answering machine's going off, and I can't get to it um, but you could have people in your life that you know. That you consider friends and you know, you have a great time with them, but they always go maybe a little bit too far to start fights and bars or you know, just doing just goodness knows what. You will be, you are making a conscious decision to allow yourself to continue to be connected to that energy. And the first thing in your mind is to be able to say in your mind, I need to cut ties with this person or these people or this place or this thing or this habit or whatever it is that's that's not positive or that is negative. In your mind, with your will, with your spirit, with your soul, you have to say very consciously, no, I'm not doing this, I'm not for this, I love myself, you are not placing me in this energy loop, because you can, I'm telling you, when you are, sometimes it's exciting, sometimes in relationships, you could get tied into people that are just very, you know, just overly passionate, a little crazy, whatever, and you'll find yourself, you know, your personality is becoming like theirs, and that can, you know, be adverse for you in terms of what your lane is and what you're about and the people that you're around they may not appreciate that um and it may not prosper you so at a certain point you have to assess things of whether those connections are worth it because decisions are being made on all of with each of us There is judgment. There is judgment. I'm not saying it's the God of the Bible that we all know that's like, you know, the whole hell and the torture and whatever. In my estimation, hell is separate, being separate from the Most High and His glory. So if you're not in that, you're automatically in hell. So we now, especially people that have been raised in the Christian faith, you need to make a decision of which way you're going to go and what you're going to do, you know, and ultimately where you want to be. And that, I mean, that's something worth thinking about. I would love to go to the next dimension, the fourth dimension. I don't, I'm not here depending on uh, virtual reality software like the Matrix where... They put on the goggles and they thought they were in this place, but they were just lying on these medical benches or whatever. And you think you're living, but you're not. Total recall? No. No, I want the real thing. So I'm needing to cut ties with people that may have meant a lot in my uh, becoming who I am for good and bad. You know, But it's time to be like, I'm going to a new chapter and I can't carry those behavior patterns with me. I don't want to because I got to make space for new stuff. So whether you're religious or not is immaterial. It's about who you want to be and how you want to live. And there are cycles, very real cycles that are wrapping up on the earth. Ways of doing things that are going to completely change and may never go back to the way that it was. Once we have free energy, you think they're going to go back to coal after we have, you know, innovation? We know that we're moving towards a cashless society. Cycles are changing. If you are in denial, if you are asleep, It's right around the corner that life on earth is going to dramatically change new norms, new everything. And who is to be a part of that? It's all being determined by the decisions that we're making now. So whether you want to sit here and ignore what you think is religion or ignore that there is any spiritual aspect being a human being, when you do that, and you say that there's no such thing, know that there is a price, and that price is that you're at the mercy of the universe, and that's just, I just, that's really scary. Anyway, I'm going to let him continue uh, about the rapture, and then I, I think that's it for today. I think I am doing, accomplishing my other goals, so I feel Really good, I love to accomplish my goals, I love that. So here we go, the continuation of the rapture.
1: We'll say the negative realm has to be extremely negative in order to go to this fourth dimension negative realm. We'll say 95% negative, okay? So the beings that are here that are 95% negative when this harvest time comes or when the time for advancement comes, they will absolutely advance, but they will advance to a fourth dimension or fourth density that is negative, in which essentially they will be working off their karmic energy that they have developed here. Now those who have positive karmic energy need to work, out, work off nothing, so they move to the next lesson. This is a realm of working off your karmic energy. It is equal to this round, but they serve two different purposes, all right? Now, what if you're less than 95% evil or selfish and less than 51% good? Well, this would be the lukewarm crowd. This would be those who really are just kind of just in there, didn't really learn too much. They weren't negative enough to go have their karma cleansed or their energy cleansed. And they're not quite good enough or selfless enough or loving enough to get boosted into this fourth dimensional positive world. So what happens to these people when this harvest time or this cycle renews itself? Well, as it was explained to me, They are transported instantly to an alternate, can you see that? An alternate third dimension. All right.
0: And this is, uh, of course, I don't remember the verse right this second. There's a verse that says some will be taken and some won't. So this is and there's I think there was a show on uh, HBO about that too about the leftovers. You know, so if this ascension type process is going to happen, we all need to be aware of it and we need to I think think about where do we think looking at the path that we're on, where do we think we could end up? Where do we want to go? We can determine our fate by the decisions that we make. So this is exactly what he's talking about. So, basically, in a nutshell,
1: the good people or good souls or what have you, the souls that have built up built up enough positive and loving energy, advanced to a more positive fourth dimension, or density. The souls that were extremely negative, or selfish, move on to a cleansing fourth dimension negative. Those souls that were somewhere in between, that didn't get to either one of these, they will be transported to an alternate third dimension, which is, you could imagine it like a replica of our world that we live in today. So what will it be like? Well, for these people, the wishy-washy, lukewarm people, it is explained to me that they will experience a point of zero time in which they will have a blissful, amazing feeling of oneness with the universe, their creator, what have you. And it will be an instantaneous uh, instantaneous change for them into this alternate third dimension realm. Now, the veil of forgetfulness will immediately pass back down upon them. They will have no memory of their alternate world. However, they will continue on with the exact same lives the exact same jobs, the exact same, everything will be the same. Now there may be a discrepancy or a change in the physical appearance of the world, but they will not remember this either because of that veil of forgetfulness being cast upon them. They will basically move on as if nothing has ever happened, but they had some sort of mystical experience that resonates with their soul. In this experience, And this brief zero point of oneness is to be used as an encouraging reminder to their soul um, of the point of of what they are there to do, which is to progress. All right. So it is a constant reminder. Now, the fourth dimension negative, I'm going to talk about that real quick. That's not supposed to be for... The original inhabitants here the ones who chose by default to be good or the ones that were de- were good by default this is not supposed to be for them it's not supposed to be for us let me try standing over here now I don't like that <laughs> so this fourth dimension negative where you work off your negative karma or negative energy this is supposed to be for those beings that came down to be extremely, extremely evil and selfish, all right? So these beings, in order to make it here, need to attain a 95% evil rate. I just made that phrase up, but that's what they need, okay? So, unfortunately, we can choose to go with them by being that bad, which it's very hard to be that bad, but there are beings in our world today, and I'm sure... Many of you in my circles will understand there are beings in this world that are extremely, extremely selfish and extremely evil. Well, this is their destination. They want to go here because if they don't go here, then they cannot move on from here to the fifth dimension or even the sixth dimension where they actually come from. So what happens if those beings are not evil enough to make it here? Well, they can't go here to the positive fourth, uh, fourth dimension. These beings that came in to be a catalyst for us to show us what evil is, they cannot go here because their whole job in being here is to be the catalyst for us to know what evil is. So if they are good, they're not even doing their job, and they're going to stay here because they're not doing their job. So the only way out for these ones is to be extremely evil, go to the fourth dimension negative, work off their karma, and then move on or probably go back to where they came from. Now, unfortunately, some of us, like I said, can go with them, but you have to be seriously messed up to go with them to this world. So what you're shooting for is this world, not this world. You don't want to repeat all this all over again. I'm going to read something here. Um, So, what can I do to attract more like-minded individuals to come together to uplift people? The most important thing is to not force things and not be so impassioned by your delivery of your message that you put people off the content of the message itself. There is a balance that needs to be found between your urgency to awaken others and your compassion for the lack of understanding in their condition. Always adhere to the law of free will and never force your message. So I hope this helped you guys to understand the rapture. And
0: isn't I? I love, I love the energy that he speaks with. Anyway, we're done. We're done.